Welcome back to Chief's Neighborhood. I am your unequivocally sexy host, the Chief. I want to take you guys to a special day. Special day in my neighborhood where everybody is a little bit more loving, a little bit more caring. That day is February 14th. February 14th, for who we're talking about today, uh, isn't the most loving or caring day. Oh, oh, oh no. That was a day of uh, hard impacts. Who we're talking about today is uh, one of the crowd favorites. You guys really seem to like his stories. Beesh! We are talking about Beesh. So, February 14th, 4 a.m. That's not how my phone sounds. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I pick up the phone, I look, and I see it's Bishanel. Now, at 4 a.m., I'm pretty incoherent. I, I'm not really much good for shit because I don't go to sleep until about 12 o'clock anyway. So at 4 a.m., I struggle and fumble to try to turn my phone on, no joy. Phone stops ringing. By the time I have full function in my hands, I go ahead, slide it, click it to listen to the voicemail. What I hear is the type of shit that you just don't want to hear at 4 a.m. The message was simple and short and went just like this. Oh, Sergeant. Oh, fuck. And it hung up. I sat there and I looked. And I said, fuck this, I'm going back to sleep. And I proceeded to go back to sleep. And my wife, being the beautiful, loving, caring person that she is, kicked me in the leg and told me, you better answer that damn phone, call him back. And I said, yes, sweetheart, I'll call him back. I call him back. Bishano, what's what's up? Oh, oh, Sergeant, I need help. Well, talk to me, Bish, what's up? I've been in an accident. Oh my God. Beesh, are you okay? I'm fine. No, seriously. Are you injured? Do you need me to call an ambulance? I'm fine. I don't need an ambulance. I I I need help. I need a ride. I'm like, okay, well, where are you so I can come get you? Uh, I'm in Waco. Waco is about an hour away from Fort Hood. Colleen, Texas. I mean, if you're speeding, you can get to Waco in about 40, maybe 38 minutes. But this night in particular, February 14th, the forecast for February 13th called for thunderstorms. Now, mind you, if you remember listening to my stories about Bishano, he's also the same cat that was crab walking a Nissan Sentra. He's also the same cat that was fucking hookers. So, I pull my wits together, I wake up, I brush my teeth, I get I get everything uh, that I need, put my uniform on, and I go to assist and aid him. I tell him, drop a pin of the location so I know where you are. He drops the pin. Boom! I pull to where he drops the pin. And that's no longer where he's at. 
instead, I'm seeing hubcaps, uh, headlights, pieces of a rear view, or pieces of mirror, side mirrors. So this is the scene of the accident. And I hope I've edited this correctly and you guys can take a look at it. But the thumbnail should be a picture of this mangled car. This mangled little black Sentra. That, by the way, he never got fixed. So he had to crab walk it. He was crab walking the Sentra through what felt like a damn tsunami. Even on the way driving to go help, go help him. The car is, and I drive uh, an all-wheel drive car. It's shimmying and it's shaking all the way there. And I'm like, wow, this is some pretty bad weather. And there's cars at 4 a.m. already on the side of the road from where uh, these Texas roads and these Texas winds have thrown them off the road. I called Bichonel. At this point, I'm getting a little annoyed. Hey, where the fuck are you at? Damn. With a mouthful of fucking food. Oh, I'm at Waffle House. So, what? Y- yeah, I'm at Waffle House with the cop. We're eating pancakes. Or waffles. Whatever. So I'm like, you're eating waffles right now. And he's like, yeah, well, it's, it's breakfast. I figured I may as well try to grab some food. So I go. I meet him. I make sure he gets all the information he needs. He gets in my car. And we proceed to have our conversation. And my conversation is real simple, and I just want to know directly, how did this happen, and how could this have been prevented? So I said, how did this happen? Well, I was texting a girl, and I was like, I pray to God this isn't another hooker. He's like, no, she's not a hooker. She's not a hooker. Uh, I met her on Tinder. I'm like, oh my God, when did you meet her on Tinder? He's like, uh, yesterday? I'm like, okay. You met this girl on Tinder yesterday, and what happened? He's like, oh, well, you, you, you know, I, I went to give her the Tinder, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, this isn't funny. Like, no one's laughing at you or with you right now. So what happened? He's like, well, I was texting, texting, and we were all texting, and then she asked for me to come over. I'm like, what time did she ask for you to come over? He said, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, okay, and what? He was like, well, I wasn't not going to go. I was like, but I also... We've also told you you can't drive that car, not to drive that car. He was like, yeah, well, I didn't want to Uber it or, or take a cab or anything else. Uh, why didn't you have her come to you? Well, no, that's not chivalrous. No, shit, it's not chivalrous. Neither is this fucking woman that you have never met, uh, but you've only talked to over a damn app spreading her legs on the first fucking night. Like, none of this shit is chivalrous. You don't know what's out the question if you don't ask. Hell, you probably could have been like, hey, bitch, come over, bring a couple beers, and bring a friend. And she probably wouldn't have been that opposed if she's already going this far, having never met you. Let's sink in just a little bit. Just think about this. And the reason I say let it sink in and think about it, because I don't know, maybe you you listeners can utilize the shit. I mean, this is your demographic. This is your gene pool now. These are your friends. These are my soldier issues. So I tell him, you know, that wasn't a smart idea. He was like, well, it wasn't raining when I left. I was like, okay, well, what happened when you got ready to leave? Why didn't you leave right after? He was like, oh, I was tired. So I I slept with her and we cuddled. I'm like, well, kudos for cuddling, I guess. But 
what how did this happen he's like well i was just trying to drive home to make it back for pt oh yes listeners i forgot mind you it's the middle of the freaking week this is like on a wednesday at 4 a.m i'm getting this call so i drive back i drive him all the way back and i have to tell his nco what happened and his nco was well she was pretty much really over it she's not she's our ncoic nco in charge non-commissioned officer in charge she's over it she's like i've had it i'm done we're starting the article 15 proceedings and all this other stuff etc etc uh never quite made it that far due to other circumstances and you know it's the army nothing is ever that simple but there really is no moral to the story this dude just wanted some ass and if you want ass you got to pay the price sometimes it's whining and dining for a couple months Sometimes it's meeting them on an app and then totaling a Nissan Sentra. And sometimes it's, I don't know, child support. Thank you guys for listening. This is another true story in Chief Neighborhood. Uh, new content coming when I remember full details of things. And I'm taking cruises. Right now I'm headed to the embroidery shop to pick up my uniform because I'm getting promoted, bitches. Stay classy.